can be seated. I'm going to call on Brother Neil. You lead us in a word of prayer, please. Lord, we thank you for this day. We just thank you for this opportunity to gather back at your house. Yes. Lord, we just, uh, just thank you for what we've already been able to feel for the, the spirit this year. But we just ask you to just uh, be with every need, those that uh, have a desire to be here, dear Lord, but, but are not able to. We ask you to especially be with them. Um, those that are just uh, dealing with ailments and sickness, so we just ask you to, you are the great physician, we just ask you to just uh, just give them that which they stand in and do your will. We just ask you to, to just be with the, the rest of the service, be with those that are leading the singing, uh, be with the man who has a message, or Lord, give him what we need, uh, and open our hearts that we might be receptive to your word, uh, and all this be to your glory. All this we ask in Jesus' sweet name. Amen. 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 Let's sing one very familiar right here. Look at page 240 when, when the roll is called a gun.
you know, we all go through fires, we all go through tribulation. Some of you may not know this, but in the morning, I know Bo's not feeling very well, he had to leave. But in the morning, we're going to be driving, uh, leaving, and we're going to take him to Houston tomorrow. He wants to go to MD Anderson. He's got an appointment out there, and they'll be praying for that ride. But you know, this song, it's been weighing on me. I think about Bo a lot. I think about others too, but he go, he's going through some fires. He's going through some tough times. But you know, God never leaves us alone. No matter what. No matter what. God never leaves us alone. Never does. Does anybody have a word of testimony you'd like to share? I'm the Lord. I'm the Lord this morning. Which is saying number 81, it's just as I am. I know that it's uh, an invitation. Uh, but we come to Jesus and we get down on our knees and pray. And the way I've looked at this a lot of times is that when I get down on my knees to pray, the Lamb of God is there. And um, I know that we did this uh, a long time ago. A few of us used to sing this song, and we would sing it off the pill. If you could sing the first verse with the piano, and the next two verses with us singing off the pill, I appreciate it. Let's do that. Let's
Maybe other night, feel compelled to go to the office. Let's do that. He made us do it. Come on. He made it. Everybody that would. especially this morning, God, for those that might be lost and undone without you, Lord, that don't know you in the free part of sin. God, I pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you just draw with your broad power, Lord, finger around their heart, Lord, and help them, dear Heavenly Father, to see their self, Lord, as you see them, God, I pray. Lord, that they might come and find you and believe to the Savior of their soul, dear God. We pray this morning, dear Heavenly Father, for all that more that's sick and afflicted, dear God. We pray for Brother Bo, God, that you just help him and give him that, God, that he stands in need of, Lord, as we know, dear Heavenly Father, that he has such a willpower, Lord, to serve you, dear Lord, and we just pray that you just strengthen him, dear Heavenly Father and Sister Linda, God, and give them that, Lord, that they stand in need of, God. But today, Lord, we pray. God, all the Lord, the sick and afflicted, dear God. Lord, I'm glad that we can come to you, Lord, with all these things. We don't overwhelm you, God. But, Lord, we realize, dear Heavenly Father, that just by the touch of your hand, dear God, the miracles happen, dear Lord. And we just pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you take care of everything around us, dear Lord. Be with our sin-sick nation in which we live, dear Heavenly Father. God, I pray for our leaders, God, that if they try to lead us in the wrong direction, Lord, I pray that you put a roadblock in front of them, Lord, and hinder their ways, God, and stop them, Lord. Help us as your people, God, to stand on us, saying your word, Lord, and to stand against, Lord, uh, the evils of this world. Help us, God, not to compromise with Satan. But, Lord, I pray that we'd stand firm, dear Heavenly Father, on the solid rock foundation, God, that never moves, Lord. Thank you for all you've given and done, Lord. Please look down upon us, Lord, and you know the need, God, of every individual here today. And Lord, I pray that you grant that, Lord, that we stand in need of. God, give us power with you, dear Heavenly Father, I pray. Uh, God, if it falls need for a message today, Lord, give us power with you, Lord, if you just have us to testify today, God. Whatever, Lord, uh, you'd have us to do, God, I pray that we just praise you and lift you up, Lord, I pray. Thank you for all you've given and done. Anybody, 
But I'd like to try to encourage you uh, to uh, attend the Sunday school that we uh, we've got some really good teachers here. We certainly do. I know this. I, I, I look forward to it every week uh, to hear a teacher stand up here and teach the Word of God. I've, I've been to places and know, and, and know people that are fully grown people just like I am, but have no idea why we believe what we believe. And, 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 and it's because that they just didn't, didn't have what we have as far as the Sunday school here at Liberty Hill. We have some wonderful teachers, and, yes. and, 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 and the Spirit moves during Sunday school. And, and I just like to encourage everybody, if, you, if you're missing it, you don't know what you're missing. Uh, but if you, if you just uh, try and try it, just come and be with us uh, in the Sunday school, and, and maybe you'll get what I get out of it, and, and it'll be a blessing to you. And I just want to encourage everybody. God bless. Amen. Look at page 505 in celebration.
He's always fun to be around. He's fun to be around. He's fun to be around. He's fun to be around.
this has one she wants to share. Good. Bless you, Sister Jess. Help her Lord. He gave his life on Calvary. He bled and died for you and for me. And since that day, the blood has never lost its power. Though mountains high be in my way, though clouds may hide the light of day, still I'll go on praising his name through the blood.
thank you to the specialist. Thank you, Sister Yes, and thank you, Jasper, for sharing. Yeah. Brother Steve, I just turned over to you. I can't believe that. Brian, I just want to um, say this week, for some reason, has been really hard spiritually. Um, it's one to cry about every day. Finding it hard sometimes when I'm surrounded usually out of the world by so much evil and negative and, and that sort of thing. It's hard to find that peace. Even when I would go to my front porch and just try to just have peace, it was hard. And I look forward every week to come here so I can literally forget about yeah. the world and what's going on in there. Right. My generation has gotten so much worse. I know they say, oh, well, you're just getting older and you realize. No, I think it's getting worse. And it's getting harder and harder. I feel like the ones around me and my friends, I've already lost two people I went to school with. It's because they can't deal with the stuff around them. And they're looking for other things to help. And the only way I get through every day is knowing that I have God. That is the only way I get through some days. So just knowing that I get to come here every week and feel that peace that just like literally calms me to sleep sometimes. It is just that much peace that's just beyond what you can understand. It's not just peace out in the woods. Peace in his arms. And I just thank God for all of you that pray for all of us as a church together all week long. I know we're all in everybody's prayers. And I just y'all have no idea how much this church all of you to me, and I thank God that we have this opportunity for freedom to come here and to have this peace. Thank you, Thank you for sharing. Yeah, as Brother Roger shared in his devotion this morning, you know, uh, you know we got to keep our eyes focused on the Lord, focused on Jesus. And, you know, we got the world going on around you, and there's so many bad and cruel things going on, but you know, Jesus, He's ahead of us. We just got to keep walking towards Him. Don't, don't worry about the things going on around you. Keep walking forward. Yes. Anybody wants to sing? Y'all sing 343. Before you sing that song, there's a song that says, When I get discouraged by what I'm running, I can call Jesus in time. I'm telling you, that's a lifeline. I can call Jesus in He never says, Wait a minute, I'm busy. Uh, put you on hold. Uh, play music while, they wait, while you wait. He's always right there. Yes. Bless the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And that means a lot. Amen. Let's do this right here before we sing Amazing Grace. Thank you. Can you get that? Uh, he's my Lord. Can you do that? Can you get that? There's a little, those little course that we, we can, we've done before, but it just came on. It just came hard to do this again since Hillary shared, you know, He's my Lord. He's all we need. He's all we need. 
Uh, we're going to sing through this. I sing through it, and y'all may, some of you may already know it, but we're going to sing this. And, and, uh, and then we're going to sing Amazing Grace, okay? Please, my Lord.
soccer moves? Okay. songs and a lot of them uh, bring me back to my childhood and, and thinking about those that uh, sang them with a loud voice and with, with, with might and power and those that have gone on to be with the Lord. I, I, I just can't help but think about them when we sing a lot of these, these songs. But it's good to see each one of you today and, and truly it's been a blessing uh, as Brother Bobby made mention, our Sunday school was wonderful this morning and our devotion uh, and everything that's been done since we've been here this morning. It's been really good and the Lord has met with us in a mighty way and I appreciate that. And, and I want to thank each one of you that are here today. We've got several visitors with us today and want to thank you uh, for being here. Uh, it's good to have uh, Brother John's mom and her friend with us today and, Amen. and Brother John's neighbors that he invited to come. We're uh, uh, glad to see them. And so, uh, but, uh, and the Tyler's good to see y'all. Uh, uh, I'm just glad to be here this morning. Amen. I really am. And I'm, I'm thankful that the Lord has afforded us this opportunity to be here. And, uh, and uh, I've just got a few verses of Scripture that the Lord's laid on our heart that we'd like to read in your hearing. And uh, it concerns time. And I want us to think about that uh, just for a few minutes. Uh, something a lot of times we take for granted. Uh, we think that we've got a lot of or that we've got plenty of time. But I want uh, to read to us here what James said when he was talking to the 12 tribes that were scattered abroad. Uh, what his definition of our time uh, here on this earth is. And uh, uh, in, in James, the fourth chapter, if you'll turn your Bibles, those of you that want to read along with us, uh, the fourth chapter of, of James, uh, and I'm going to begin reading uh, with the 13th verse. And I want to encourage you today that the altar was open when you got here. It's never closed. And, and if you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, and He deals with you and lets you know that you're lost and undone without Him, 
Uh, let me urge you to just give in to His Spirit today. Do what He'd have you to do. And this would be a wonderful day uh, for you to find Jesus dear in your heart. And all it takes is believing to the saving of your soul today. And if you'll do that and accept Him on His terms, amen, He'll save your soul. And uh, again, I never want to leave out those that are down and out or discouraged. I know we live in a world of discouragement. And so if you're here and you're, uh, the, the pressures of life or the things of life have got you down or discouraged or depressed, I got good news for you today. God's got an answer for that. Amen. He does. And uh, He can give us joy even when the storms are raging and trouble all around. Amen. He can give us joy and peace uh, down inside that surpasses all understanding. But over in the uh, fourth chapter of James, it seemed like we wasn't very long ago in Sunday school that we were studying these scriptures here, but uh, this is James, and he says in the 13th verse, he said, Go to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. He said, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? Notice here that uh, James is, there's a question mark after this. So James is asking a question. He says, For what is your life? It is even, and then he gives an answer to it. He said, It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. Somebody might say, well, I plan to live to be a hundred years old. According to the Word of God, your life is still like a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. He went on to say, for that he ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or do that. And for just a few minutes, I'd like to preach on the thought just a little time. And I want you to, uh, uh, I want you to take this in, and I want you to think about it uh, for just a little while. And we, uh, we live in a world today where everything uh, is based on time. I often said that uh, when we come down to the crossing of Jordan, and I've heard Brother uh, Leslie Williams say many times that. Uh, there's going to be a junkyard on, on this side of Jordan uh, just full of crutches and hospital beds and uh, such as that uh, that we won't need on the other side. But uh, one of the things that, that uh, I'm looking forward the most to getting rid of is this little thing that's on my wrist uh, that dictates uh, where I'm supposed to be every minute of the day and what I'm supposed to, where I'm supposed to be, what time I need to go to bed what time I need to get up and what time I need to go to work, what time I need to go to church, what time I need to do this or that. But I'm telling you how there's coming a day when time shall be no more. Now, somebody might say, well, it may be a few years before the Lord calls an end to this thing, but we're talking about life today and how long our life is. Whenever we draw our last breath, uh, it is just like what James said here, uh, we appear for a little time and then we vanish it away. And so uh, he compares it to a vapor. If you've ever looked in your kitchen and you've watched maybe when something's boiling on the stove, 
there'll be a little vapor come off of it, and before you know it, it's done sucked up in the range hood, or it just disappears out of sight. And so uh, James is telling us here uh, that our life and our time on this earth is comparable uh, to that vapor today. So I would encourage you uh, today uh, uh, to take full advantage of the time uh, that God has given us here on this earth. I remember uh, uh, not too many years ago uh, when I didn't care a whole lot about coming to church. I didn't care a whole lot about leading people uh, to Christ. Amen. Uh, and I remember it looked like uh, how that I was on the sidelines uh, uh, while God's people uh, uh, were out in the battle uh, uh, trying to save souls, uh, trying to lead people to Christ. Uh, and I was over there uh, on the sidelines. Uh, and I tell you, if you're a Christian today uh, and you're not where God wants you to be, uh, uh, you're not at your post of duty, uh, uh, there's a guilt that'll come over you. Uh, at least it did me. Uh, and it let me know uh, how that I had a place uh, in this battle uh, and that time was running out uh, and I needed to get where God uh, wanted me to be. Uh, and when I realized uh, and I looked around uh, and I said, time's not going to be forever. Uh, uh, not for me uh, or anybody else. Uh, and I got to uh, figuring uh, uh, that it's best uh, uh, that we reach for those uh, that's lost and undone without God. Uh, I reach for those today uh, uh, that are hurting, amen. Uh, and that's what we need to do uh, uh, with the time that we've got today, amen. I begin to think about this as we as we look and, and he asks the question and he compares it here and he talks about how those that have plans. Now I'm just like you. I, I've got plans of what I'm going to do as soon as church is over. I, first thing I plan to do is eat me something somewhere. I, I'm going to eat. I, amen. I, and then I'm going to try to run to the funeral home I, and go by there for a few minutes. I, that's in my plans. I, amen. I, I, but I'm going to tell you this today. I, I, my life is just a vapor I, that appeareth for a little time I, and then vanisheth away. I, I, God may have totally I, I, different plans for me I, than what I've got planned uh, uh, for this afternoon. Uh, so I want to take full uh, opportunity uh, of the time that God gives to you and I today. Amen. You know, all through the Word of God, God stresses in His Word about the importance of making use of time. Making use of time. I, I thought when I was younger, uh, I thought uh, time, that's just uh, that's just something we'll have forever. But I realize as I look, Sister Pat, in the mirror, and I look, and, and it seemed like yesterday that I was crying when Mama was carrying me up to first grade, and I was gripping her hand and holding on because I didn't want to turn loose. I can remember it vividly like it was yesterday. I, but there's been some time pass I, I, since then, amen. I, I, but it lets me know I, I, that whether I die at 60 years old I, or whether I live to be 70 or 80 I, or 90 years old, I, it's a short time. I, if what I've got coming goes fast as what's already behind me today, I, we're heading out of here, amen. 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 So making use of the time 
that we've got. James called it a little time. Jesus said uh, in one place, when he was talking about us making plans and thinking about the time that we have, he said in one place, he said, Say ye not that there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Amen. Boy, one of these days we're going to reach for the sinners. Today we need to reach. Amen. As hard as we can reach. Bible teaches us as pulling them out of the fire today. Amen. Jesus said, Say ye not that there are four months and then come at harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest today. I think a lot of times the things that, and I'm guilty of this, the things that I plan to try to do uh, for the Lord, he don't want it done tomorrow, but he wants it done today. Amen. 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 And to realize how that life is very brief and very short. You can go to the funeral home, and I don't mean to be morbid, but you go into the casket room, and the funeral director will show you an assortment of them. And it's always amazed me when you see them starting from this size to adult size. Amen. That means that they sell all sizes of them today. Uh, so whether you live to be four or five years old or a hundred, our life is still a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Amen. 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 So what are we going to do with the time that we've got today? <coughs> Amen. Oh, a lot of folks have plans for this and for that. I'm just like you. I've got a calendar at the house, and I've got some things marked in the squares of what I'm supposed to do this month, and maybe even in the next month, and the next. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, I'm living life uh, from day to day, not guaranteed that tomorrow I will ever come. I'd like to lay down my head on the pillow each night uh, knowing, and I always ask forgiveness from the Lord for what I hadn't done. Amen. But I like to lay my head down on the pillow at night and know uh, that we've done something for the Lord. Amen. That if we go out of this walks of life in our sleep, how that we'll know how that we've done something for the time that God has given us today. Amen. Amen. Folks are living today like there's time will just be forever. It ought to shock us today. And it ought to bring us into reality. Amen. When we see the ages of those that are checking out. Amen. Uh, uh, I listen to the obituaries. I've told you this before. Uh, uh, I just have a habit of listening to them on the radio. And I have a, 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 a habit of mainly listening to the age of those that are leaving here. And, and Sister Pam, it, it just amazes me how many of them are younger than me. Amen. I realize I'm not a spring chicken. Amen. But the ones that are younger than me, and sometimes I'll count the ones that are younger and the ones that are older. And a lot of times the ones that are younger outnumber them. Not every time, but sometimes they do. And that ought to be a wake-up call to each and every one of us uh, that life 
is so fragile today. Amen. I, every time I, I, somebody said I plan on getting in my car I, and driving safely home I, or driving safely to the restaurant I, or where I'm going to eat. I, I, but I'm going to tell you this, and I hope that we all get there safely. I, I, but I'm going to tell you this, I, I, we don't know what's in the other lane I, I, coming towards us, I, whether they're all of a sudden going to decide I, to get in our lane, amen, I, and hit us head on. I, and then the flag that we have are all enough for nothing, amen, today. A little time. Just a little time. Amen. Has somebody ever told you, gave you something to do? My boss, man, is very guilty of it. He'll, uh, uh, he'll give me a list of things to do, and, and uh, first thing I'll say is, boy, it's going to take a little time. <laughs> yeah. It ain't going to get done today. All we got is a little time, a little service. And what we do with this small amount of time that you and I have, when you compare it to how long the earth has been here in existence, and then we compare our life against that, we are just a vapor that passes through. Amen. So many people that have gone on and never made big headlines, just lived a life for Christ, had a testimony of what God had done for them and they've gone on to be with the Lord. And we try to remember them and when we go to the cemetery for decoration, but really and truly, they're gone. The Bible said their works do fall away. So today, the devil has got you convinced that you've got all kind of time. Let me preach to you today in, in a way of warning that we don't have a lot of time. I'm so glad that I came to know Jesus and the free part of sin. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Amen. And I've had some good things that's happened, but it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I know that I know that I know that no matter what happens, no matter how discouraging the way might get, no matter how dark the pathway might get, that because I accepted Him, my Savior, one night lying in the bed. That it doesn't really concern me anymore about how much time that I've got. But I want to take the time that God has given us. The Bible talks about redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. Making full use of what we got in the war. Jesus went on to say, and this is, uh, uh, Jesus was continually talking about time here and letting us know that time is of the essence. He said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. I don't believe that Jesus was physically talking about day, daytime and nighttime, 
but he was talking about the day then while he was on the earth, he had a work to do, and the night cometh when no man can work. There's coming a day, folks, when time shall be no more, and there will be no more time to do anything. Amen. Somebody said, well, after that time, I'll get things right. According to the Word of God, we won't. However we leave this walks of life, the Bible teaches us that's the way that it will be. That's how we will find ourselves in judgment is the way that we leave this walks of life. Jesus went on in another place and, and, and he told a parable. And he said that the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And, and, he, and, he, and, he, and the Bible says that the man went and made all these plans. He said, uh, I don't have anywhere to bestow my goods. There's a lot of people today that are thinking just like this. This, this rich man whose ground brought forth plentifully, one thing that he was assured of is he was assured he had plenty of time. Plenty of time. That's what he believed in. And he said, this will I do. I'll tear down my old barns and I'll build greater. You know, a lot of times uh, we'll get to looking around and we'll say, uh, boy, we ain't got enough room for this or that. We need to do this and that. But the Bible said that God said, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Regardless of how long it is before Jesus calls an end to this thing, this night thy soul shall be required that gets personal, but that gets real personal. <coughs> so I want to encourage you today. Maybe you've been, maybe you've been dealing with this for a while. Maybe you've, uh, the devil has convinced you that that uh, there'll be a better time. There's one thing that I'm certain of: is Satan don't want anybody to get saved. Amen. So when he talks about a better time or a more convenient season, as Felix was looking for, if he was honest, he would just say, there's never going to be a time. Not now or ever. That would, that, would, that would satisfy Satan more than anything in this world. Time. What are we going to do with it? How long have we got? What are we going to do? Oh, I'm sure if folks knew exactly how long they had on this earth, amen, a lot of folks would wait to the last minute, try to make things right there. I've seen a few make it right on their deathbed, and I've seen some die in agony, screaming, because they knew where they were headed. Paul told them, the church over at Ephesus, he said, see that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but be wise. He's talking to the Christian people here. He said, redeeming the time because the days are evil. <clears throat> a lot of us today that know the Lord and the free pardon of sin, we get convinced sometimes that time has just stood still. But it hadn't. It's still ticking. It's still ticking every day. It helps us to realize a little more about time if we look at it this way as when we were born into this walks of life, Amen. Our time clock started ticking. And death got on our trail. 
some little babies die before they even come out of the womb. Some are murdered before they come out of the womb. Some live to be three or four days old. Some a year, some two years. But whatever it is, is compared by James to be a vapor that appeared for a little time and then vanished away. Jesus said in Matthew, many will say to me in that day, Lord, we have, have we not prophesied in thy name? See, that day finally comes. Amen. And in, thy, and in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. I believe what he was saying was you had time that was allotted to you. And in that time, you had the choice whether you were going to accept or turn me away. Good deeds won't get us into heaven. Why, if it would, there'd be a lot more folks going to heaven. Sure would. I know some people today that don't have any use for Jesus Christ. But they'll help you. Nice people. They'll do what's right. But it won't get you into heaven today. What are you going to do with the time that's given? I want to say this in closing. A lot of times when the federal or state government hires an outside contractor to do a job. They have a timetable for them to get the job done. And to encourage them to get the job done on time, any day they go over the deadline, the way I understand it, any day they go over the deadline, that company has to pay the state or federal government a large sum of money each day they go over the deadline for the finish day. So for them to not lose money, time is of the essence for them to get the job done on time. Don't always happen. Sometimes they something happens and they go over the scheduled time. But all that does is cost that company some money. But if you and I don't take advantage of the time that is given us. And we don't do in that period of time what we must do to be born again. Jesus said, believe he told Nicodemus, he said you must be born again. It's not a suggestion. It's not a promotion. But it's a must. It's a must for each and every one of us. Let me say this, and you'll be getting some song ready, by the way. There was a man that I knew several years ago, and he built houses, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not downing because he was, a, he was a good Christian man, but I want to make a point. He planned out everything 
so precise. Everything was planned out. He liked to travel. And he had calendars that went into the year after year after year, certain dates that he was going take a trip and do this and do that. He had everything down to certain times. I remember several times him telling me that I will meet you at 1027 and not 1030. That's how precise that he was. But a few months ago, he was going to a closing at an attorney's office and he stepped out of his truck before he ever got to the door. He had a massive heart attack and collapsed. I'm sure on his calendar there was all kind of things besides that closing that was supposed to happen that day. <coughs> Let me tell you, life is not sure. It's not sure. Only thing that we can count on today is that it's appointed by all men wants to die. And that's your Lord. So let me encourage you. If you don't know him, if you don't know him as your Savior, by all means. And you know the time to come to know him is when your heart's doing this right here. You're scared? I got scared. And he makes it for anybody, whosoever will. I appreciate what you mentioned this morning, Brother Bobby, in our Sunday school. This is a whosoever will thing today. And better than that, it's God's will that none perish, but all come repentance. Nothing would thrill God more than more folks coming to repentance. I believe the angels in heaven rejoice and they sing. Brother John, when you got saved, I believe the angels in heaven were rejoicing because another one found the Lord in the free part of the sea. So time, the older I get, faster time goes. I realize, I realize, Sarah, we even get to that point where Belinda and I talk. Something happens to me, do this and that, she's something. We, we need to have plans, amen, for our loved ones. How they're going to be taken care of. But far more important than that, what's going to happen to our soul for eternity? That's what's important to God. That's in life. Give us a song. But that's why 483. <coughs> if the Lord's bidding you come, everybody stand. And if the Lord's bidding you come, we'll pray with you and you'll be saved today. God wants to save you today. Time's running out. I know this ain't a shouting message and it's not one that makes you want to uh, get up and jump bitches. But I'll tell you this, it's the truth today. Amen. It's the truth. Amen. Amen. Time is running out. Amen. What are you going to do with the time that we've got? Go ahead.